today I'd like to talk about the encrypted client hello it's an RFC that been proposed I think maybe two or three years ago by Cloudflare so that the sensitive information that is exchanged in the beginning of the TLS handshake is completely encrypted now but the question is how and how much uh, is this really the final piece of the puzzle for privacy and how much uh, configuration do you really need to do to enable this thing so i'm gonna talk about all that in this video stay tuned welcome to the backend engineering show with your host hussein nasser this is the show where we discuss the art and the craft of building software and cover recent news on backend technologies. If you enjoy the show, make sure to subscribe to the YouTube channel and rate it on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. With that said, let's get on the show. So this this article comes from uh, Cloudflare. I'm gonna have a, a link in the description. I'm not gonna read the article. It's five minute read. You can go ahead and do it. But I'll, I'll go specifically on the diagrams aspect of it to explain encrypted client hello, and then give my take on certain things of uh, what does it do to to uh, to privacy and censorship in particular because you see some countries uh, prevent you from going to certain website not only see where you're going but actually block you from going certain places because uh, they are the isp right? and they control that so all the ip packets going to certain location can be deep inspected and given that the client hello as it is today has a property called SNI. I'm going to talk about it. Server name indication. I made many videos about it in this channel. But this property is a plain text of the domain that you're trying to visit. Now the question might be, Hussein, why do we need why do we need to add that if I am already knowing the IP address that I'm going to? I'm going to Google, I do a DNS, I get the IP address. That's it. I'm already connected to Google. What what is this about another text domain? I have to provide well you see the the basic assumption that I also had maybe 10 or 15 years ago was one IP address is equal one domain and that is absolutely wrong right no not the case maybe in the early or mid 90s late 90s maybe that was the case but today it's impossible if you have an IP address there might be thousands of websites on that single IP address so how do you do that you keep the connection but then you send another indicator that tells you hey that's the actual service I want to go to and the server will know it's like uh, think of it in programming as like a oversimplifying it i know but it's like a switch statement like oh if you're going to this domain return this index.html if you're going to this domain right return this uh um this index.html if you do this then return this right, go to the database and query and get return some payload so it's literally as simple as this I, of course i'm oversimplifying it but using that indicator that tells you which website to 
and also tells you which certificate to serve so that you can trust that nobody tampered with the parameters and stuff like that. So that's what we're trying to hide, this indicator, which is called the SNI, which is always almost sent in every uh, communication. Um, so that's what happened in the TLS. We send the client hello first. Uh, white here is basically unencrypted. Blue is encrypted with the temporary handshake traffic key. And uh, orange is actually encrypted with the symmetric key. And I talked about TLS. You can reference the video to learn more about it. So we send the client hello. We send the extensions, which is a key share, right? Uh, like uh, the parameters. And also there's something that's not here, but like, like pre-key share, like if you want to do zero RTT, right? Uh, session resumptions. SNI, which is what we talked about here, the server name indication. Here is a plain text ring that tells you, hey, I want to go to this service. Although we have an, a connection between this. I'm not, and I'm, I'm not talking about uh, quick here, just TCP, but although it's almost identical, right? The only difference is like UDP versus like an actual TCP stateful connection. Okay. So now we have SNI. We're sending that, right? And that is the problem. So between the client servers, there was tens of routers in between, right? Because these IP packets will have like, look, you can think of it like an IP packet and there is like a destination IP address going that so your ip address is visible forget about that right <laughs> so, so everybody with this that's not going to protect the ip address for that you need a vpn to actually hide where you're going now the vpn will know where you're going but but at least your intermediary won't know right so that ip address is like no right so it's still it's still visible but the content here will have a plain text that says hey as an i ALPN, like HTTP 1.1, HTTP 2. That's what I support as a client. And the server will receive that. But before the server receives that, it goes to your ISP, right? First, it goes to your home router. Your home router says, all right, let me do the NAT, change the source IP address to a public one so that can't go really uh, using a private IP address outside, right? And then the ISP receives it, and the ISP is free, is free to deep inspect it, you right it's gonna deep inspect this and then all right it's not encrypted so i'm gonna look wink wink sni oh you're going to this website nice let me log that this ip address went to this website on this day and that's what we're trying to protect we say we like cloudflare we're trying to protect privacy and because whoever in the middle can actually know that your ip address associated with this domain so you know i'm going to visit this website it does not mean they are looking at the exact text you're searching or what you're doing they don't know any of that it's all encrypted because it's all here in the orange side right they don't know anything about that but they know the domains and they can block it some some countries actually block it using this information if you're going to an sni it's like all right sorry you cannot go to this website because I'm going to look up the SNI and, and they literally either destroy the connection by returning a reset to you or just return some garbage, right? And then the connection will break. What, what happens today is the server will return the key share, which is public information, right? And it's unencrypted and some non-sensitive extensions here. It's like, okay, let's return that stuff, right? As part of this, the server hello will be, will we write immediately, will immediately prefer that the key share 
few cryptographic uh, operation and then send it just don't wait for yourself to to prepare the certificate because the certificate needs a little bit more work right so that's how part of the optimizations that we think about as like back-end engineers like think about this it's like oh don't build all that stuff and then send it no send it as soon as it's well as possible shoot shoot it right so using the sni will now look up uh the name here and we can play these games okay so you're going to this website okay this is the certificate this for this website and if you built anything with ha proxy or nginx you will there will be an exact parameters called sni if sni this return this public key like pem file right you don't really return the pem file you return just the certificate like the pem has the private key you don't do that well you return only the, the part that is public right and that's the certificate and the certificate verification which has like signatures that make sure like, you know, that nobody played with this and then boom you return it and then also the private key that comes with the certificate we use it to sign so there's so much stuff here to to protect the authenticity of the message boom write it and then we finish and of course uh, the communication start communicating with the with the orange key which is this symmetric key right and that's faster of course because it's symmetric but the problem is this this and i so what do we do right here's how they do it with the uh encrypted client hello so for the encrypted client hello they introduce two uh client hellos the outer and the inner and the reason they did this as i suppose it's for backward compatibility so that you still can servers that don't support ech can still just won't freak out when they receive this right it, it's it looks like a completely normal client hello right because it, to it it's like it's an unencrypted client hello with an outer sni right I don't know part of me feels that like this is over complicated like i don't know it's just to me that this is ugh. like there is outer and inner I'm, I'm i'm gonna reserve my opinion so on this one but i don't know it just feels like so over complication for the goal that that is the privacy on the domains and i mean what domains do you visit like x twitter amazon google like these are like what else it's like there is nothing and most of people content creators are on these platforms so what are you hiding there's like like to me i don't care if someone know if my sp knows that i'm going to twitter or amazon right? unless you're going to other websites specifically and you don't want people to know that you're going to now, i know there are other websites but i, I don't i don't know it seems like it's an overkill for all this stuff <laughs> but let's continue and regardless so you put your 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 final destination in the inner hello and you put the out the stuff that you don't care about in the outer so i might say what is the outer this where where do i come up with a, a fake ass website now right but yeah that's the thing that's the part of the complexity to me right so here Cloudflare made up their own outer SNI. It's called literally Cloudflare-ACH, right? And that's their outer, right? So if you see that, what will happen is 
if some if there is an ISP, all of the ISP will see if they do a deep level inspection, they will see that oh you're doing a bunch of TLS to this ESCH thing, and they won't see domains anymore. Right? But the question that we didn't answer is like encrypted with what? You're saying that this client uh, inner hello is encrypted, but how? We never talked before between the client and server. So how would we actually encrypt this inner thing, right? That I really want to go to. Well, this comes with another technology that you must use for this to be effective as called DNS over HTTPS or DAW or ODO, the oblivious DNS over HTTPS. And then there is a record in the DNS when you say, hey, I want to go, because remember, this is all pointless if you're using unencrypted uh, DNS, right? The whole thing is just pointless because if you do a DNS and say, I want to go to, I know, say Nasr.com and you don't want to find other people go there, for example, right? If you go, you have to do a DNS, right? You do a DNS and say, okay, here's the IP address. That DNS by default, if you're using UDP on port 53, that's that's unencrypted, right? So your ISP already knows where you're going. So that's just, it's the whole thing out there, you know, it's just pointless. You don't do any of that. You have to encrypt the DNS for this to become useless, useful, right? So how, how do you do that? You encrypt the DNS by using this protocol that's called DNS over HTTPS. So you would connect using another TLS handshake to that server using normal TLS, and then you encrypt the communication with you, client, the DOH client, and the DOH server, and you encrypt the communication, and you send the UDP, uh, the, 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 the request for domains in that encrypted communication. So your ISP will only see that you're going to this 1111 thing on port 443, which is the HTTPS port, and then you, they don't even know that you're actually doing uh, UDP or, or DNS. You're just doing web traffic. It's like, okay, feel free to go to 1111. I don't know what you're doing there, but sure. So you're sending out in that. So Cloudflare knows that you went to HosseinNasser.com. Right? So you asked for that. Right? And of course, another thing is like Cloudflare does not own HosseinNasser.com. They have to talk to Enum, which is my, my DNS uh, authoritative server. And that communication is not encrypted. So, so the backend is all unencrypted. So don't think that this is all done and done deal. There is so much holes to plug here, right? And, and it's still, but, but it's like you might say, all right, all right the if you're sniffing on the back end between Cloudflare and my, the DNS back end server, it's, it's all right, who's going to, you don't know who made these requests because the source IP address will be the DNS recursor for Cloudflare. It's not going to be you. They don't know that you made that. So that's, so someone wants to go to HosseinNasr.com. Big deal, right? Doesn't, it's not the end of the world, right? All right. So you made this connection. So Cloudflare technically knows where you're going, right? And you know that who, you, source your, your source IP is connected to 
Cloudflare. So they know you want to go there. So Cloudflare made this whole thing that's called the oblivious DNS just to hide the fact that, hey, you can use us just as a proxy, right? And you, we would never know any of that stuff, right? Just use this and this and this. And I, I, I don't even remember how it's done, right? But it's, it's like, okay, if you use this, then we're... But that's not easy stuff, right? It's like all of this is just theory at some at this point. And I, I never seen an implementation of Odo, right? But yeah, so you figure it out how to do a DNS. You ask the, and now your your DNS queries are, you know, are 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 uh, secure. Nobody knows them. Like assuming, don't count Cloudflare. Cloudflare is that owns the whole internet at this point. They know everything. <laughs> it's like let's be honest. Like they are giant. They they are everywhere. Everybody hosts with Cloudflare, right? So, so at this point, you make that. DOH query and you ask for an interesting thing so you ask for your A records so you ask for AAA records or IVP6, IPv4 and a bunch of other stuff but you also ask for something else called HTTPS record I think it's called, it used to call the SVCB record and that record has the public key of the domain that you ask for it, it has like a special rotated key it's a public key. That's fine. This can be shared, right? And that public key, when you get it through the DNS, you use it to encrypt this guy. So you're using asymmetrical encryption with this. Is that's the dark blue, right? So you're encrypting this inner thing with a public key that you got using uh, a DOH query on the HTTPS record. I'm impressed that there's, they found a solution to this. It's just, it's really hard to you know, think about all of this stuff, right? It's like, my God, is this really feasible to be implemented? Like, uh, people will say, oh, God, like, all right, take my money, just do it for me. What button should I click to enable all this crap? That's what you're gonna do eventually. Nobody's gonna implement their own, I don't know, ECH server, right? We can barely do TLS, <laughs> right? Now we're gonna add, add an ECH server, so that's that's just part of the complication. I think that's my kind of the disadvantage that I see, right? But don't don't get me wrong. I'm not criticizing anybody working on this, right? I just I'm in love with this, but I have like kind of conflict this is like is there like an easy way that's what that's what i'm thinking right anyway so you do the client uh, you encrypt it with this public key and then you do the outer thing uh, and that's the outer thing right so the outer thing you need a client facing server that actually understands ech encrypted client hello Right? Your server just get, not going to work, right? You need a TLS library, and I've never seen any currently that supports ECH, encrypted client hello, right? Let's actually do a quick uh, Google search. Okay, so there is an open issue with 92 likes, and there's some activity here. 
So there is some activity, but it's not yet closed. So that means it's not supported, right? So that's OpenSSL. That's like the most popular one, right? Probably is, is this going to be supported in the rest? So there is, there is going to be supported soon, but I don't know when exactly. Yeah, I don't see any pull requests that... So yeah, so you, it's not like you can just host OpenSSL and just work with this and do all that stuff. Or It might be supported in others, but yeah. It, it's complicated nevertheless, right? So just to have these uh, inner query, because what happens is your server, let's say you have a backend server that supports ECH, right? Your server should uh, first decrypt this like a, it's, that's its normal, because it doesn't know it's an outer, right? So it decrypts, it just takes that unencrypted uh, client hello and just takes the SNI and you should know that oh this is particular SNI is just I know that this guy wants they support ECH because that outer SNI is definitely an outer SNI right it knows from the name I suppose that Cloudflare does they do mention there that's their uh, outer SNI it's called cloudflareech.com right? so if you're on top of a Cloudflare you get it uh you're automatically going to use that and i report like the question is like how do i know what's this outer sni thing right someone's gonna tell me and is does the https i could tell you i don't know to be honest it's not mentioned in this blog that's interesting right I would suppose that https record will tell you that oh by the way use the outer sni for this and use the that's their outer sni right and then that's how you communicate with us probably right but yeah you'll communicate there and then the server will take that and says all right i can successfully i know you're going there but i'm i'm, I'm gonna ignore this i know you went to this outer SNI, but let me try to decrypt this inner thing right using my what private key because you have the matching private key that is for the public key that you put on the https record right on your dns uh, doh right i know there's so much more moving parts here and then you take that guy if you can decrypt it then you just finish the communication you just send the certificate verify encrypted so that's good so even the certificate is encrypted. So because if the certificate is not encrypted, that's also pointless because someone sniffing in the middle is like, ah, you, you just sent the certificate as an as a plain text. I just know, I just knew where did you go, <laughs> right? So you can't really send the certificate as a plain text. It has to be encrypted. So the cert is also encrypted. It's not compressed yet. So that's bloated especially if you include the root and the intermediary. So it's bloat, big bloat, right? That's another thing I talked about. So just boom, you send that, right? But you send also the server hello. And then you communicate, pop, 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 and you're done. Right? But what if I can't decrypt this thing? What if I cannot decrypt it? Right? If you can decrypt it, you then finish with this outer thing, right? And then the client, when you when they see you actually sending the certificate for the outer sni then they must close that connection because they know that oh my god you're not it either you you are not it or you 
are it, but you are telling me that the public key I use are probably outdated. So here is where the server actually respond back with, hey, by the way, you got it wrong. Wink, wink, here's the new public key. Go and do that, right? Do that using that. So, so you will close the connection and reconnect again and then send another client outer with the client inner and do that. So that will bloat the client hello. Yeah, think about it. All the client hellos are now way bigger. Yeah. How bigger? I mean, like you have the key share in our sense. Not really that big, but it's double in size at least. Yeah. There's an increase in the client hello. So that will slow down TLS clients with a small initial window in the congestion control if you're on top of TCP. Because you start always slow, right? I mean, you start with the minimum now is like 10, 10 maximum segment size. So you can't send a lot, but is it enough for both of these? So that's actually a concern. If everything, especially like if you started sending that and then turning around or reconnecting, that could be like another hit for you. So let's talk about a little bit about um, the the privacy. So we kind of agree that, yeah, sure. Okay, it's private, but uh, Cloudflare knows, right? But no, no, they don't know. You can use the ODH, uh, DOH, use the oblivious thing. But... I'm still connecting to you guys here, the ACH thing. Oh yeah, because you're a customer with us in the Cloudflare. So how do I do that for my own, completely on my own? Yeah, you have to spin up your own ACH server and you have to have your own outer client thing, right? You have to do all of this yourself, right? And I, I really doubt that normal people will do that, right? Big cloud provider might follow, I don't hear anything from Google, Google servers per se, but Chrome did support the client side aspect. So did I mention that? I didn't. I probably didn't. Yeah. I'm using Safari. That's why it says you're not supported here. But Chrome actually supports this thing now. Yeah. You can enable it. I actually enabled it and it works. Well, how do I know it works? I would visit this website as a test, right? I didn't look at the Wireshark. I'm getting an error when I fire up my Wireshark, so I didn't look. But if you look through Wireshark, you should see this all this stuff out our client inner. You wouldn't see it inner because it's encrypted, and there's no way for Wireshark to actually decrypt that. But yeah, you'll see that HTTPS. Sorry, they talk about this. That's actually a very nice summary. I love it. Yeah? They managed to summarize all of that in just a very nice paragraph. I love it. So 117 has this. But let's talk about what does it really do for like sen uh, censorship or countries that do censorship right uh it doesn't do anything right because well the the pinner on this is doh right because they didn't solve they are trying to solve privacy there's a big difference between privacy and censorship right privacy okay in the us of course you, you can't just block things right like you to be private will do all of that. But simple thing, if I want to censor this, the moment you start using DOH, you say, you cannot use DOH, I'm sorry. 
But how would you know that I'm using DOH? Well, there are very few servers that actually support uh, DOH. Right? And this is this IP address. The moment you connect, because DOH is interesting, because DOH, you, there is no DNS for it, as far as I remember. You cannot DNS yourself for a DOH server. You have to use the IP address, right? And if you use the IP address immediately, that's a flag that tells the ISP that, oh, that's definitely a DOH server, right? That's one way to, to find out. And if you're a DOH, it's like, block it. And if you're blocked, you, don't, you cannot use any internet if you're using DOH, right? And I'm assuming I'm a country with a regime that I don't want you to, I want to censor your stuff, right? As a citizen, right? So to do that, hey, the moment you use DOH, I just block you. I'm sorry. You're just not allowed to use DOH. And the moment you don't use DOH, this whole thing is just pointless anyway, right? So you'll fall back to normal stuff and you'll send us SNI like a good boy, right? And if you send us your SNI, I know where you're going and just let, let us just log your stuff and be your merry way. Right? Fortunately, this is not a solution, uh, to me at least. I, don't, I can't think of a way for censorship here. Because the, the, it all it all is built on top of DOH, and DOH is is clearly known that to be a DOH, a server. Unless they find a way to make a DOH server that doesn't look like a DOH server. Right? Like let's say I spin up like if it's a, there's an easy way to spin up my own DOH server on a public IP address that is like say AWS, which the country cannot block right easily. Then I can spin up my own DH server. I can connect to that, right? And then, yeah, it's it. My DNS now is encrypted. Now I have to point all my clients to use this DH server. I have no idea if this is even configurable or not, right? DH is not really something built in in the operating system. DNS is, but DOH is not. It's a new thing, right? So, so that's another thing. I know I was a little bit pessimistic, but I don't know. I'm just telling the truth, to be honest. I don't see this, uh, you know, getting implemented worldwide, you know, especially in countries that they enforce censorship, right? If this is like, if a lot of people have like, oh, this is going to be good for censorship or whatever, I don't think it will because like you have to spin up your own DH server if you even figure that out then you have to figure out how to spin up how to make your OS connect and use all of this stuff through DOH right then you have to configure your DH server with your website to have all that stuff right then you can visit websites getting assuming their back-end websites actually support ECH that's a good point like yes a good if you're going to a website that is not on top of Cloudflare right let's say a sensitive website that's like the country want your country or a country want to block right if that website doesn't support ECH it's the whole thing is just pointless because you cannot because the back end must support ECH in order to do anything, right? If they're using, that's why the last statement of Cloudflare here says, 
Over time, we hope others will follow our footsteps leading to a more private internet for everyone. The more pro providers that provide ECH, the harder it becomes for anyone to listen in on what users are doing in the internet. Heck, we might heck, we might even solve the privacy for us. So again, they talk about privacy, not censorship. It's a very big thing, right? Because a lot of people I've on Twitter, it seems like, oh, this is going to solve censorship. That's awesome. Unfortunately, I don't think so. Yeah, I don't think it's going to solve censorship. It's only going to solve privacy. And if if everybody starts supporting this stuff, right? Again, technology sound. I love it. I love talking about tech technology specifically here. The way they solve this is, is nice. I think it's, I don't know, it's just so many moving pieces, but I can't. I don't like to criticize something without thinking of, without having other options, because I can't think of another options, to be honest, because smart engineers have been years, put years of their work on this thing, right? And I'm, I'm not that smart, of course, <laughs> to know all of that stuff. There is, there is so much here, and you kind of have to play nice with existing tech to actually do all that stuff, right? Yeah, I don't know. What do you guys think about this? Um, and um, yeah, I'll see you in the next one. Goodbye.